welcome everyone to Understanding the I Am That Is You podcast. Yay! Hey everybody, it's your girl Wynn Ruffin, and I pray all is well with everyone, and your hearts and minds are full of love, joy, and compassion for yourselves and everyone else. And the more we think love, show love, and be love, or rather, the more we exude those higher qualities of our mighty I Am Presence, the higher the elevation and raising of vibration, not only for ourselves and our individual worlds, but through the power of the divine love within us, given by the Spirit of the living God, we are assisting all mankind in all creation and reaching the next level of our evolution. And the divine love within each and every one of us is that power. Amen. Give thanks and praises for love and life. And y'all be loved. The universal cosmic laws of the earth, which impel growth through the law of experience, hold within themselves that which you know is resistance. If there were not that which the individual knows as resistance, he would not make conscious effort, and this would make it impossible for advancement in understanding, or the return to the Father's house from which the children of earth have strayed. Resistance has nothing whatever to do with discord. Resistance is a natural law. Discord is a human creation. There is no discord in the universe except that which the personality creates. Take the dynamic consciousness, I am the pure mind of God in everyone present here. This shuts out human desire. Take the consciousness, I am the governing presence of this. The desire first comes from the mind, and if you take the consciousness, I am the pure mind of God, it consumes the thought and keeps the human mind clear from the desire entirely. One student should not expect to see the same activity as another, the students are not supposed to see or feel alike. There is not a moment in the day that we do not visualize something, because the power of vision is acting all the time. Keep all out of the mind except the picture you want, for that is all with which you are concerned. Do not let the attention become focused on the seeming emptiness. I wish each one of you to go by yourselves sometime during the day, for at least five minutes, and talk to your I am presence, something like this. Great masterful presence which I am. I love, I adore thee. I give back unto thee the fullness of all creative power, all love, all wisdom, and through this power which thou art, I give thee full power to make visible in my hands and use, the fulfillment of my every desire. I no longer claim any power as my own for I now claim thee, the only and all-conquering presence in my home, my life, my world, and my experience. I acknowledge thy full supremacy and command of all things, and as my consciousness is fixed upon an achievement, your invincible presence and intelligence takes command and brings the fulfillment into my experience quickly, even with the speed of thought. I know that thou art ruler over time, place and space. Therefore, thou requirest only now to bring into the visible activity, thy every perfection. I stand absolutely firm in the full acceptance of this, now and forever, and I shall not allow my mind to waver from it, for at last, I know we are one. Beloved students, you may add or weave into this anything else you wish for your requirement, and I assure you, if you can live in this, and I shall endeavor to help you do so, you will experience the opening of the floodgates of God's abundance. 
In great devotion, in the fullness of our hearts of love, in the fullness of our adoration to the God Presence which I am, the Ascended Jesus Christ, we pour forth our gratitude and praise for the sustaining presence, the good of every description held within this radiance of which we are receiving hourly. Thou Mighty Presence! As we find ourselves held within Thy mighty embrace, we become imbued with Thy radiant intelligence, Thy marvelous strength, Thy invincible courage to hold constantly within Thy mighty light. We thank Thee. Beloved Saint Germain. Isis Unveiled, Chapter 15 Scientific induction is one thing, and knowledge of facts, however unscientific they may seem at first, is another. But science has discovered enough to inform us that Sanskrit originals, of Nepal, were translated by Buddhistic missionaries into nearly every Asiatic language. Likewise, Pali manuscripts were translated into Siamese, and carried to Burma and Siam. It is easy, therefore, to account for the same religious legends and myths circulating in all these countries. But Manithau tells us also of Pali shepherds who emigrated westward, and when we find some of the oldest Salonic traditions in the Chaldean Kabbalah and Jewish Bible, we must think that either Chaldeans or Babylonians had been in Ceylon or India, or the ancient Pali had the same traditions as the Akkadians, whose origin is so uncertain. Suppose even Rawlinson to be right, and that the Akkadians did come from Armenia, he did not trace them farther back. As the field is now open for any kind of hypothesis, we submit that this tribe might as well have come to Armenia from beyond the Indus, following their way in the direction of the Caspian Sea, a part, which was also India, once upon a time, and from thence to the Euxen. Or they might have come originally from Ceylon by the same way. It has been found impossible to follow, with any degree of certitude, the wanderings of these nomadic Aryan tribes, hence we are left to judge from inference, and by comparing their esoteric myths. Abraham himself, for all our scientists can know, might have been one of these Pali shepherds who emigrated west. He is shown to have gone with his father, Terra, from Ura of the Chaldees, and Sir H. Rawlinson found the Phoenician city of Martu or Marathos mentioned in an inscription at Yor and chose it to signify the West. If their language seems in one sense to oppose their identity with the Brahmins of Hindustan, yet there are other reasons which make good our claims that the biblical allegories of Genesis are entirely due to these nomadic tribes. Their name Akkad is one of the same class as Adam, Hava, or Eden, perhaps, says Dr. Wilder, meaning son of Ad, like the sons of Ad in ancient Arabia. In Assyrian, A.K. is creator and Adad is A.D., the father. In Aramean, Ad also means one, and Adad the only one, and in the Kabbalah, Adant is the only begotten, the first emanation of the unseen creator. Adan was the lord god of Syria and the consort of Adargat or Astarte, the Syrian goddess, who was Venus, Isis, Istar, or Mylitta, etc., and each of these was mother of all living, the Magnamator. H.P. Blavatsky Thus, while the first, second, and the third chapters of Genesis are but disfigured imitations of other cosmogonies, the fourth chapter, beginning at the sixteenth verse, and the fifth chapter to the end, give purely historical facts, though the latter were never correctly interpreted. They are taken, word for word, from the secret book of Numbers, of the great Oriental Kabbalah. From the birth of Enoch, the appropriated first parent of modern Freemasonry, begins the genealogy of the so-called Turanian, Aryan, and Semitic families, 
if such they be correctly. Every woman is a humorized land or city, every man and patriarch a race, a branch, or a subdivision of a race. The wives of Lamech give the key to the riddle which some good scholar might easily master, even without studying the esoteric sciences. And Adabair Jabal, he was the father of such as dwell in tents, and of such as have cattle, nomadic Aryan race, and his brother was Jubal, he was the father of all such as handle the harp and organ, and Zillah bear to Valkaim, an instructor of every artificer in brass and iron, etc. Every word has a significance, but it is no revelation. It is simply a compilation of the most historical facts, although history is too perplexed upon this point to know how to claim them. It is from the Yuks into Kashmir, and beyond that we must search for the cradle of mankind and the sons of Ada, and leave the particular Garden of Eden on the Euphrates, to the College of the Weird Astrologers and Magi, the Alim. No wonder that the Northern Seer, Spedenborg, advises people to search for the lost word among the hierophants of Tartary, China, and Tibet, for it is there, and only there now, although we find it inscribed on the monuments of the oldest Egyptian dynasties. H. People of Otsky. The I Am Discourses, Volume 14 I represent the threefold action of divine love and the cosmic power from the great central sun to this system of worlds. My activity comes through the physical sun, and from thence I dispense it to those who belong to this system of worlds. I wish I might show you an action of the fire element which I am privileged to use, which it is my great joy to draw forth, and whose beauty I watch with ceaseless admiration. My symbol is a triangle of three blue flames, through which play constantly the pink and the gold. My quality, my authority, my cosmic attunement are that of divine love, charged with the cosmic power from the great central sun which can produce instantly whatever perfection I choose to call forth. Just as you would see changeable silk with those three colors, but with the pink predominant, just so do these flames continually move. They fled forth the three qualities which are imperative to draw forth whenever manifestation is to be brought into outer activity. I work in cooperation with mighty Cyclopea, divine love in the use of the power of sight, pure divine love from our great cosmic activities of creation is at all times a building activity. It is an expanding manifestation of the enjoyment of the life, beauty, and the perfection of cosmic action. Without this quality of cosmic divine love, you would have no cohesive power in manifestation. There would be no way and means to hold substance together through which energy could pass, except divine love gives of itself, the qualities that draw all manifestation in harmonious accord. Then only beauty and perfection are able to come forth. You have been told in astronomy there is a constellation of Orion. That was as much as you ever knew. Yet there is a focus of life, a focus of light, which stays in its divine pattern in that constellation through an immeasurable length of time, so far as mankind is concerned. People have not wanted to know much about what was above them. Their attention has been, as your beloved Saint Germain said, a downward looking, and your world today is a picture of what that produces. I challenge you, beloved of the light, to gaze upon the constellation which bears my name. Give it your love and ask for its light, its intelligence, and its love to come back to earth to free mankind from the shadows. With your call to me for the threefold power of the flame of my cosmic love, I can assist you in the earth, to more rapidly dissolve the shadows. Beloved Aloha Marion.
Beloved ones of the mighty Saint Germain's family, beloved ones of the sacred fire, I wish to bring to your attention tonight not only the necessity to remember the use of your own authority, but I wish to bring to you tonight a clearer understanding of what tremendous authority every life stream has, to call into this physical octave the greater powers and the greater manifestations of the universe around this system of worlds, and bring into outer action those master powers and manifestations of life, that control everywhere in the universe about you. Because of mankind's frightful discord, the feelings have become confused, and the mind confused and blinded, so to speak, against the memory that every life stream has within the consciousness of the outer self, the ability, the power, and the authority to call into manifestation the greater infinite perfection of the universe, just the same as the intellect and the feelings have the authority and power to call into manifestation and create that which is discordant. Now, mankind seems to have no trouble about creating discord. Of course, it creates trouble, I grant you that. But in the use of the faculties and powers of life, the outer self has taken the authority to create discord. I plead with you, with the same fierce determination that destructive forces have used to create evil, I ask you to turn about, and facing your beloved I am presence and the ascended host, who are willing and ready to assist you, turn back with that same fierce determination, and use your full authority and power to draw into outer conditions, day after day after day, with the full power of control of the seven mighty Elohim, the manifestations that they know are required in physical action to master the hordes of evil. Beloved Elohim Orion, 